She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Welcome back to another episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast. It's Friday the 22nd of April 2022. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Today is Earth Day. Um, Not only is it Earth Day, it's actually my little boy Eden's eighth birthday. I'm like, where does the time go? I cannot believe he is eight. Like, seriously, I would give him a dummy if I could get away with it. I still feel like he's two. I know most parents are going to really resonate with what I'm saying here. When the time just passes so fast, I'm like, oh gosh. But I know when he's like 18, I'm going to be saying, oh God, remember when he was eight? Um, And it just reminds me to be present. Like really, and I invite everyone listening to this, no matter when you are listening to this, just take a pause and set an intention to be really present because all we have is now, this moment. You know, don't take everything that you have for granted and just assume that it's always going to be there. You know, I'm not not trying to depress anyone, but it's so important to be in the present moment because we can never get time back. So um, my intention today is to soak in this day, Earth Day, Eden's birthday and be present as much as I possibly can. So let's talk about today's episode, guys. If you have been following me this week on Instagram, you will know that today is a very special episode for me. You are going to hear from six beautiful souls, six incredible women that I have been working with. I have had the absolute honour and pleasure of coaching and mentoring for the past 10 weeks. Over 10 weeks ago, these six incredible women trusted me to guide them through my signature program, The Empowered Women, and what a magnificent journey it has been. In this episode, you are going to hear from each and every one of them. And they are so brave to come on and share so openly and vulnerably. And these are real women with real stories. Um, and yeah, it's it's just an incredible episode. This will be going into the fourth time that I've run this program. And every time I love it, every single woman that I work with on this program um, holds a special place in my heart. I love them all very, very dearly. And these six women are no exception at all. And I know when you hear, hear this episode, you're going to know why. So um, if you are interested in joining my next Empowered Women program, it starts in mid-May. So about three or four weeks time, actually about four weeks time. Yeah, about four weeks. Um, And um, there is only two spaces left, two spaces. So if you do want a space, please get in touch. Email hello at jill-ritchie.com or message me on Instagram at justjillcoaching. And let's have a little chat. This, you know, this program is not for everyone and it needs to be the right fit and the right energy for you and me and the group. So get in touch um, and um, listen, have a gorgeous, gorgeous Earth Day, everyone, and have an, have an amazing weekend. She loves herself with Jill Ritchie. So good morning and welcome back to a very special episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast. Today, um, I am joined by six incredible women um, 
these women are very, very special to me. I have worked with them very closely for the last 10 weeks on the Empowered Women. And as part of that programme, we all agreed to, well, we all agreed, they kind of were a bit hesitant at the beginning, (laughs) to come on and record a gorgeous episode for the listeners today. So I am joined by Nicola Ali Brooke, Stefania, Lorna and Gillian. So Ladies, take yourself off mute because I know that you're on mute. Um, Just come and say hi. And I'm going to just start with Nicola. So Nicola, introduce yourself and tell our listeners who you are and why you decided to join the Empowered Women programme. Okay, so hi everyone. I'm Nicola. Um, 42, uh, married fairly recently to my second husband, um, two beautiful kids, Oliver, 15, and Amelie, 12. Um, I had been following Jill for about 18 months on social media, having come across her through my sister, who had worked with her and Linny in the past. And I just was really drawn to her. I literally started listening to the She Loves Herself podcast and it became part of my Monday and Friday routine when I was out walking and I just looked forward to it and I always, always took something away from it. And I think in my own personal life, I was feeling just a bit disconnected and I didn't really know why. Um, Well, I knew certainly that I had been through a fair amount of trauma in the past and probably hadn't dealt with a lot of that as well as I maybe thought I could have and just knew that there was something more for me but not really what it was and thought you know this woman sounds amazing she seems to have helped so many other people so why not me so I took the leap and I gave Jill a phone and we had a chat about how it might work and what my expectations were and here I am and it's Mm. been one of the best decisions I've ever made oh I love that Nicola thank you so much Beautiful share. Okay, Ali, I'm going to come to you next. So same question to you. Who are you? Tell our listeners and why you decided to join the Empowered Women programme for you. Hey, so I'm Ali. And uh, so first of all, Nicola, you said that um, I I was older than you. I'm 41. (laughs) So right back at you, girl. Um, So (laughs) yeah, I'm Ali. Um, I'm uh, also a mum to two. Uh, Sam who will be 13 next month and Katie who is just turned seven so I I stumbled across you Jill and we had our, our initial call I kind of said that I kind of felt like um, there was a pool for me to, to kind of connect with you so I think I had just saw you on Instagram probably through Nicholas um, Nicholas shares and I just felt very drawn to you and I felt kind of similar to Nicola that there was just some stuff in the past um, I kind of moved to a new job and new house you know there was a lot of newness but there was just something that was kind of just holding holding me back a little bit and I just wanted to explore that so I remember our first call um and I'd kind of thought the course was a one-to-one um oh yeah and and, and I was like oh what do you mean I need to talk in front of people and do a podcast <laughs> I don't want to do that I just want to just want to be one-to-one and I remember thinking and sending you messages mm. saying oh I really don't want to like I don't want to share this stuff it's really really it's, it's too deep but you know we'll probably go into it a bit later but it's the best the best decision to have done it with these one wonderful ladies and and yeah I'm just so so happy that oh, I done it. I love that I remember that conversation the second time and you were like I thought this was one-to-one <laughs> I'm like oh no oh but listen amazing we will definitely dive into that thank you so much Ali Brooke I'm going to come to you next lovely 
Hi everyone, um, my name's Brick and I'm 26. Um, unfortunately, no children. <laughs> Only got a cat. Plenty of um, time, Brooke. Plenty of <laughs> time. Um, yeah, so I actually met Jill on a photo shoot. We actually spoke about this yesterday. Um, the alignment that we had with each other. We met each other on a photo shoot when I was doing Jill's makeup. Um, and I just kind of knew from there on that some way and that I would be working with her. I wasn't sure what it would be yet. Um, and then as soon as I seen that the Empowered Women thing was a course, um, I reached out to Jill and I was immediately interested. There was a lot of back and forth because I was like, oh, do I want to do this? Do I not? And I'm so glad I took the leap to do that because I, especially for being quite young, I'm 26, so um, especially I felt quite disconnected from kind of like my close circle and like you know, my close friends and things like that um so coming on to this and actually connecting with other women that are kind of like in the same situation and mm. yeah it's just been absolutely amazing and I feel like th- I really struggled to find what path I was on and this has just honestly helped it so much and I feel like I've got more of a clear head um and yeah it's all in the beginning and I'm so excited I love that, Brooke. Thank you so much. Okay, Stefania, I'm coming to you next, my lovely. Hello. Um, So I'm Stefania. I am 35. um, And my gravitation towards you was because um, December last year, I think, is when I first um, inboxed you. I was probably at an all-time low. I was totally burned out with uh, work I was stuck in my life I didn't know which way to turn and I just felt um, like something needed to change but I didn't know what Um, and I was actually speaking to one of my clients who had recently just finished their six weeks with you um, and was raving about you um, in his true style Um, (laughs) And um, I was like, okay, well, I have to do something. So I remember ringing you, feeling very, very, very nervous, not knowing what to say because I, because you're opening up, you, you know, there's that mm. sense of vulnerability straight away with some unknown person kind of thing. So the second I got on the call with you, I instantly felt an ease and an ability to be able to disclose everything to you without any form of judgment um and I also felt very connected to you because I felt that there was similarities overlapping between our lives um and I, and I knew and I knew you were into yoga and things like that as well which I think impacted me as well so I for the first time in a long time connected to my intuition and was like right I and even the transferring of, of the cost of the course like usually I would have been like oh you know the old mm. me would have been like, oh, you know, I don't know this person. I'm going to trust yeah. this buddy. I don't know if I'm going to. But I didn't feel any of that with you. I felt an instant ease and an eagerness to start this way with someone who from day one, I felt like I wholeheartedly trusted. Oh, um, I love that. So, oh. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So nice. I've got a big grin on my face. Listen, <laughs> if you can't see that, but. I'm just like smiling and listening to you all. It's so amazing. Thank you, Stefania. Lauren, I'm going to come to you next. Morning. Morning. Um, so I'm Lauren. I'm 48. I think I'm the oldest in the group. Well, I am. <laughs> um, so for me, it was a really, it's just an impulsive decision. Like I did not actually know what I 
was wanting to come on this group for. Didn't really know much about it. Um, I've been following, obviously, you for a while, Jill, on Instagram. Just thought, like, you were just so inspiring. So one day, I just dropped you a message. Like, five minutes later, we were on a call. I think, like, an hour after that, I was like, yes, sign me up. (laughs) It was just so (laughs) impulsive. Um, And as I said, like, so many times on the group called, I didn't really know why I was here. Um, And it's just been such an eye-opener for me. And obviously... I was I'm not a sharer, so being in a group for me was really, really tough mm. at the start. But oh god, it's just been so good. Like the ladies have just been amazing. So yeah, it's literally been one of the best things I've ever done. For oh, sure. Amazing, Lord Adam. Maybe our call as well. Really well. <laughs> you were like, you don't even know. You they said to me, you don't even know like what is it like what it is or how much it's going to cost. I was like, just sign me up before it's <laughs> <laughs> you were like okay I'll send it over it was like it was almost like sign me up before I change my mind I think that's what it was I'm so impulsive and I think if I think too much like I would have probably thought too much into it so I thought let's just go for it so oh. it was so impulsive and I'm so glad you did and we are all so right. glad that you did you're <laughs> such a key part of the group thank you Lorna okay Gillian thank you, thank you. Hi, um, so yeah, my name's Gillian Brown. Um, I'm the second oldest, I think. I'm 46. Um, I've got two wonderful children, big age gap. My daughter's 16 and my son's eight. Um, so I knew, I followed Jill for probably, it was all, all during that COVID time when you've got more time at home, you can online you're following people that you never knew existed in in life before COVID and um and I knew that um I had some stuff to work out and I knew if if someone's going to help me understand and 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 heal from that um it's going to be Jill so yeah I think I was drawn to you now to do something about it and I knew what you could do before, but my time was now just to really rediscover from a holistic point of view. Um, and it's been the best, best decision I've made um, because, well, you'll heal here later. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. My heart is so full for a Friday morning. I'm like, ah, ladies, we are like, honestly, for the listeners, I, I just want to share the journey that we have been on together as a group of seven people. I am inspired by each and every one of you. And you guys are the reason that I do the job that I do. And you've made it easier for me because you show up, you've been committed, even though there's parts of this program that have challenged you all at different times throughout it but you've leaned in and you've shown up and you've it's that willingness to be vulnerable and the parts you know when we work through the course there's there's different parts certainly at the beginning you know the first four or five weeks we do have an integration week and everyone said well we need the integration week we could have actually had two of that two of those integration weeks because it is deep work but for you all to show up and to do the work that you've done it it's really inspiring And it allows me to continue to do this work. I want to talk about fears because fear is a very real thing for us. And it can send us into a real spiral um, where we can shut down and we can close off. But you didn't do that. Let's talk about fears. What were your fears throughout the program? Was there any moments that you did feel 
oh no, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, is there anyone wants to just take themselves off mute and 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 share at all that with any of their fears? Can can I go? Yeah, of course. So for me, I think I came with a lot of fears. My um, my fears were very very real when I came to the group, but. Um, the space was safe enough for me and I think the trust in you was strong enough to know that whatever we encountered, I think I probably speak for the group as well, whatever we encountered, you were there to guide us and help us through it. So it's never like, you know, the, the purpose of the course is to be, confront these fears and to become real with these fears. That's that's the work, right? Um, the space was so secure that I think each and every one of us um, – we were able to do that and we knew that we had each other too as well as having your support so yeah I mean for me it was very much um the attachment the attachment week for me was probably one of the hardest weeks I think because I had come on with um that fear of needing somebody in my life as a as a constant Mm -hmm. and I think where I am now that's practically dissolved it's it's almost like that's been a veil's been lifted so that was huge for me oh thank you so much for sharing and I felt every word and I always do the emotion I can still feel that you know when we had our closing um celebration call last night there was so much emotion ladies and I think it's that emotion when you tap into where you were versus where you are now in such a short space of time and often you know as human beings, we don't give ourselves enough credit for the journey that we've been on and to be able to lean into those fears and do the work. You talked about that attachment week. That's a breakthrough moment when suddenly for most of your life, you felt you've been a certain way and you give yourself a label. This is me. This is who I am. And to be able to navigate through that in a safe space when you get that sense of almost a physical and emotional release of, I don't have to have that story anymore. That isn't who I am to my core. And I really feel that from you, Stefania, as you said that. Yeah. Anyone else want to share their moments through fear and how they navigated it? Lorna? I will. Um, So I think for me, I'm like a very practical person and my, my biggest fear, in all honesty, when I started it, was not being able to do the work and commit to the work. And I think I, I like to know, I like to be in control and I like to know exactly what's happening. And it was so unknown for me mm-hmm. um, and so out of my comfort zone that a, a big fear for me was committing to it as a busy mum of like three boys owning a business and not being able to do the work. And from the day one, I kept going, God, I'm going to struggle with this. I'm going to struggle to find time. But I think because it's so, like, it's such a breakthrough every week on everything that you do, you want to do the work and you mm-hmm. and you see how much you're growing and you see, like, basically how much you're benefit from, benefiting from it every week. That fear was just pretty much instantly gone. And even though there were some weeks, I mean, I was up and down and up and down. One week I was like, oh, I'm having a brilliant week. Next week I'm like, oh my God, I'm struggling with it. But I still really committed to doing it. And so the fear of being scared to do it was pretty much gone from day one. And obviously the support from everybody else helped with that as well. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Lorna. Honestly, and 
it leads me on to talking about our expectations versus reality. You know, you come into a programme or you start something with an idea and a lot of the time it's, I don't know what it is. I just know that there's something that I need to work through and hopefully I'll find it doing this programme. So does anyone want to share what their expectations were versus the reality of what they actually got? Nicola, I know you've just come off. Yeah, I'll share. Um, I suppose my expectations were, I actually thought I was going to uncover something quite drastic about myself. And coming back to fear, that was one of my fears initially. What if something awful has happened to me and I've buried it so far down? That's why I'm the way I am. So I was expecting for something quite groundbreaking to be revealed and waiting for that and waiting for that and that didn't happen but the breakthroughs that I did have were almost as poignant because it was like they've always been there but I've buried them I've pretended that they weren't there and I've put on a mask to behave in the way that I think I should show up for other people and for society and everything else so um, what I got out of it was no big huge revelation about something that I've you know done in the past but actually you know the breakthrough moments being you know strong boundaries that I didn't have in place before um, and just how I'm approaching things day to day and life and small things and how that's having such a massive change overall so you know I might have approached situations from a place of fear before And all of those things were leading me to feel so disconnected and so far away from who I am authentically and my own truth. And I think that, you know, one of my other expectations was to just get real clarity on why I had all these thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely what has happened. The clarity is there. And I just know that in order for it to continue to be there and, and keep going, that the work just needs to keep going being done it's a never-ending path isn't it Mm, for sure and I think it is about as well trying to enjoy the journey a lot of the time we're like you know I love that you said that what's going to come up and we have this fear um and fear is very real you know it's a a very real emotion that can really paralyze us and that's why I I believe that safety is really important when you're doing this work to feel safe enough to be vulnerable in every one of you allowed yourself to be vulnerable Nick you were super vulnerable and uh, you know Ali all of you were which then opened the gates for the rest of you to feel safe enough to go there because if we are holding it in and we're not facing it we're not really accepting and loving all sides of ourselves and it's not about saying that I I need to keep this part. We can actually integrate and and decide, do I want to keep this story or do I want to let it go Mm. with love and and not holding on to shame? And we obviously we covered a whole section on shame and what a shame. And and I think it's so important to recognize that, especially on this program, the first sort of four or five weeks are deep work where there's a lot of triggers and there's a lot of emotions and um, it, we do also have obviously the one-to-one sessions and I'm looking at Ali right now because I, Ali's mentioned this a few times Ali do you want to share your experience like of you know what where your fears and what happens you know in a one-to-one session then yeah sure and um, so 
similar to taking of Nicola, um, I I had suppressed whatever you know had happened um, in in my younger days um, so so badly to the point where I didn't really know what it was, and I think I had uh, built a whole life around kind of that wall um, and actually was behaving in in that way. And I don't know if you remember, but I think the first half of this course, I was always busy, busy, busy. Oh that was yes, my word. she Do was. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. <laughs> Busy, busy, busy. And I remember, I remember, you know, one week you you kind of had said, you know, we need to look into that, Ali. You know, like, why are you busy? What, what are you kind of hiding from? And I also remember something that stuck with me very, very well. And it was around, you know, kind of saying, you know, we just need to go in and we need to lean into this. We just need to open it. We need to lean into it, see what it is. And then come back out. And I remember the safety, something else that will always stick with me. And you said, it can't hurt you anymore because you've already lived it. So whatever it is, it can't hurt you. But at that point, I was really not really sure what I was going into. So we did. We went into, we, we, we went in and we, we went into it. And my one-to-one um, was was so physically um, amazing. Um, so uh, we, we kind of did somatic healing, or, or you did. I, I, I participated. <laughs> um, and we just went to the story that I had been telling myself we went to the reality and we went in and we just released it. And I actually physically kind of felt a lot of, we, we spoke about fear and love. Um, and I remember physically feeling the fear leaving my body um, mm-hmm. and it kind of just pushed up to the universe. And it was it was so emotional. Um, it was so loud. And, <laughs> you know, we were letting a lot of the kind of emotions that were maybe being su- suppressed. Um, we, we let all of that go and I remember feeling after it I was just left with the love so I had the two figures of fear and love and I was left with the love um, and I think that was my breakthrough moment and we've spoken about it quite a lot since yeah. then but that release we changed the story you know mm. we changed the narrative during that session and I walked away from from that experience visually in my head with my held held high and I was an empowered woman I was walking down the street as an empowered woman and we totally changed that story oh oh goosebumps I remember that so well and it was almost changing the story and and that was a moment for you that really transformed and I actually ladies I don't think I've heard her saying I'm busy 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 since then I'm not busy I'm so chilled <laughs> I'm so relaxed and in the moment now oh, wow and it's the it's the ripple effect that this work has ladies when it's not just you that it impacts it's everyone around you um and I want to come to you Gillian okay and talk about the impact when we do this work what it has on the people around us so what is your kind of experience of doing the work and how it impacts people around you and in, that are people that are in your life. Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, when, when I realized um, what I was like in a, in my relationship, very controlling on high alert, um, living in fear and, um, and really being cruel and unkind to, you know, the closest um person with you know my my partner that really has to experience the the highs and lows of of me daily you know that you can't escape from it um 
And I think what Jill really, what you really helped me is to understand is that, yeah, I, my part of my story is that love is not safe. You know, it is not safe. You need to be on alert to survive. So my body would go many, many times into that fight mode as if it was a matter of life or death. And therefore the anger I had inside, um, it was so unfair to let someone so close to me have to experience that. Um, And what I've been able to do is, you know, with, with Jill's help is to really see the impact that I've had on my partner. Um, and really he does not deserve that. No, you know, no, no one deserves that at all. So um because I now understand my story that I believed to a real deep, deep level, um, I was then able to start unraveling um and start to be a better person and to love more. You know, you'd always say to me, what if you love more? I love that. You know, I I do say it a lot to myself. What would it feel like if I loved more in this moment? Um, And yeah, I, you know, it's transformed, transformed me in relationships. And I feel I am empowered and I have the tools now to do something about it Mm. and, and love and be kind. Oh, and you are love, Gillian, and everyone's looking at you with so much love right now. Your bravery to share so vulnerably in in the space, but that's why you're here. That's why you all come here, right? It's not to play at it. It's to get to that point where you want to feel everyone wants in our peace, right? You know, when we when we get down to it, a lot of people will say, I want to create this in my business and that in my business. I want more money or whatever the thing is. But actually, when you strip it back, everyone wants inner peace. I mean, that is the holy grail. But the only way that we can get that is being willing to go to those parts of ourselves and be really honest. Like that saying, the truth will set you free. It really does. Sometimes it's not the actual truth, truth, but it's the story that we tell ourselves. But when we can go into that and work on that story and understand, right, where does this come from? And why am I behaving this way? Why do I feel this way? And then we start looking at tools to navigate our way through it. That's like, it's like your key to freedom. Because then you know that actually I hold all the power. I don't need to stay in this story. I can work on this, but it does take work. And this is not an easy ride. I mean, whilst we've all had such an amazing time on this programme, this is work. And I think that's why not everybody does it because they they feel that it's maybe too hard. I I want to come to you, Brooke, around because, you know, we say this in a while. I don't want to keep like aging you, like, because I keep going, oh, Brooke's only 26. <laughs> but for someone at 26 to decide to come and do this work, now you are a business owner. You've made some huge changes in the last 10 weeks um, in your personal life, in your business. And I want you just to share with you why you decided to, you know, come into a program like this. I mean, what, what was that moment for you where you were like, okay, I I need to change or I need to do something different? What was that? So 
I actually had a full-time job as well as like my full-time business on the side. So I was constantly working seven days a week and things like that. And I just always never felt grounded. I always felt like I was a bit disconnected to everything else. Um, It was getting to the point where I just felt like I was in a bit of a haze most days. I felt like I was just kind of riding through it rather than actually enjoying life. Um, And it was really funny because... I was just having a really random passing comment with my granny and she was saying, oh, you work so much and what for? And I was Mm -hmm. like, it just kind of was like, oh my God, what for exactly? Um, And before in January, so I'd actually moved to a new position and I just really wasn't enjoying it. And I just constantly felt like I'm I'm worth more than this. I can do so much more with my life. um, And it was just, I was really struggling to find the balance between working those two jobs while finding, you know, kind of trying to work on myself. Um, and that, it just came to a point where I was, I think it was week two, I actually came on and I was just like, I've got my job. And <laughs> everyone was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> like, um, and that was a real kind of breaking point for me because finding that trust within myself to even be able to get to that point, even just so early on, mm-hmm. even I think like even taking that step into doing this course and then just realizing that this work can take you where you want to be if you know, if you put in the work you will get anything that you want Mm. and I think like on the second week I was just sitting thinking to myself what do I want out of this am I going to come out of this will I get the full like kind of reap the full benefits of this course if I'm still working my full-time job and because I just didn't have that balance where you know I would kind of go to my full-time job and I would feel really flat and then I'd come on these calls and I'd feel amazing because it would just be you know so empowering you even the vulnerability side of it um would make you just the energy would just make you feel so amazing about yourself because you know that you're not alone in this but also it just it was kind of like a light switch almost so for me um over the past 10 weeks I've had so much change and so I've, I've obviously quit my job I've got like a bigger space and I feel like I'm just so before I would never be able to you know like accept compliments or or I would and I would just kind of bypass it and I'm like oh mm-hmm. man. and I felt like I was never fully like if I had done something people like oh you're so good at that or something I'd be like oh but there's other people but now I'm just like no, I am good at what I do. Yes. I think empowering that is just like f- throughout this whole course, I think that is just it's it's been amazing. And I feel like I'm just I'm just constantly on high energy. I'm just I never I've got that trust within myself that I never had at the beginning. And it's just so nice to kind of fall back on just trusting yourself. Mm. And I think that goes back to a fear as well. Um not actually, you know if you actually do trust yourself, what's, what, that, what is the outcome going to be? Um, so having that trust within myself has just been amazing. It's, it's, it feels unnatural, but it's <laughs> so conditioned to think that if trust Some of the ladies are nodding here. It feels yeah. unnatural to trust yourself because we give our power away so much. Yeah, well, this absolutely. person knows it must be me if I feel like, oh, it must be something wrong with me. And, and Brooke, what I love, and I, as you were talking, I remember in, in one of the weeks where you were, I was saying to you, if you don't show up, 
fully and, and accept and receive yourself fully and stand in your power and say, this is who I am. This is what I love. This is my quirks. Then how do you expect other people to fully see you? And I feel like you're doing that now. Like you're like, this is me. This is what I'm into. I'm a businesswoman. You know, you've opened bigger premises now. You're thriving. And this, even the way you've shown up today, it's just, uh, th- there is a real sense of empowerment and, and trust in yourself. This, the empowered woman isn't about, um, it's not about coming and, and, and you just, like Jill says, Jill says, it's actually about empowering you to, to love yourself, to mm-hmm. say, I always had it all. And it's about coming back to you saying, I always knew what was best for me. It's just often we give our power away. Mm-hmm. That's what, for me, an empowered woman is. And I really see that 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 moment where you were like, you're right. It's like, I need to fully show up as me unapologetically because I can't fully be happy unless I do. And I see that now and it's it's really beautiful. You're you're incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Take that compliment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all doing this last night, giving each other compliments. And it's not easy for people to receive them. And I think so many women particularly find it difficult to receive compliments um, because it does feel unnatural, like you said, because we're always told like, Oh, even if someone said you look nice, oh, I, I just got this, it was really cheap, or we put, oh, I've put on weight, or oh, do you, oh, I look a mess. And it's like, why do we do this to ourselves? Because I think that as again, there's this narrative around don't be full of yourself, don't love yourself. Oh, look at her, she loves herself. And it's so funny. The podcast is called She Loves Herself because it is we need to love ourselves. Because how on earth can we ever show up? as our most authentic self, how can we really pour out love unconditionally to anyone if we do not fully love and accept ourselves? All the the parts of ourselves that we maybe held shame and guilt around, it's about going in and, you know, shining a light on those parts. Like Ali said, taking a peek and taking a look and deciding, do I want to keep this or do I want to let it go? Because everything is energy. Um, And you guys have just really been the most incredible people to work with. And a few of you have mentioned I feel an empowered woman. So I want to talk about um, what is an empowered woman. So in three words, putting you on the spot, I'm going to come to you first, Nicola. <laughs> so the rest of you have got like a little minute to think about it. Describe an empowered woman to you in three words now. Uh, truth, self-belief, authenticity. I do just want to say one thing for me. When I think of an empowered woman now, it's not a thought, it's a feeling. And I just feel like there is no one else in the world that I would rather be. And I can't actually believe that I'm saying that truthfully. Oh, yes, I love that. Oh, I feel it. Look at everyone on this call. We're like, God, yeah. Imagine feeling like that. Like for anyone listening to to say there's no one else I would rather be, whoa, that's so empowering. Beautiful. Thank you. Right. Who's going to top that one? <laughs> right, Ali, you're up. <laughs> Jeez, oh. Okay. Uh, so Empowered Woman to me is uh, free, definitely. Somebody who's just free to speak the truth. Um, again, Nicola mentioned all, all, Authentic is just being true to yourself and courageous, you know, mm. like just just 
being courageous and curious and just trusting trusting the process trusting yourself and trusting the universe and yeah just just going with it don't overthink it yeah for sure amazing thank you Ali okay Stefania um okay so for me I think it's definitely uh authentic because you need to be able to realize what your truth is and speak that and honor that do you know these last few weeks I'm gonna say sexy yes I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one out there love it love I think mm. uh, not being afraid to love because I think it's so easy um, in the society that we we are in to just close down that aspect. But if we don't pour love into everything, how is anything going to change? Beautiful. And I love that you said sexy. It is. You're so right. Okay, Lorna. Um, so for me, I would say definitely authentic free, free to make decisions without fear, without being scared to do so, and powerful. Mm, for sure. Beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. For sure. Feel all the feels. Okay, Gillian. A lot of the words have already been said, but for me it's that freedom. You know, I am I've been let free of my my old story. So definitely freedom and um surrender is word for me I just surrender let go and love gorgeous thank you so much okay Brooke um so I would probably say unapologetically herself compassionate and brave um I think like it's really important to as an empowered woman to know that it's okay to like also have kind of like down days as well so I think it's important to be compassionate about yourself as well so I think that's what comes up for me um I don't think every day is smooth sailing as everyone thinks it is but um I think compassionate is one of them and just being unapologetically herself and brave yeah oh gorgeous thank you so much okay so we're going to wrap up very shortly but before we do I want you to ask you about your sort of biggest moment in the last 10 weeks was there any surprises it might be the the biggest surprise or the biggest moment for you so Nicola I'm going to come back to you again Yeah, so gosh, there's been a few for me and I know we did touch on quite a few of them last night. So choosing one's probably not the easiest thing because there has been so many. Um, You can choose two. We can give you a couple. (laughs) I think the main one for me has really been how I've dealt with difficult situations. It's like two different people and and people have actually said that to me, you know, my dad said he saw a change in me. Graham's staying at my husband. Um, but I've had some real issues with my daughter recently. And the way I would have handled those in the past would have been, you know, the old fashioned, get up the stairs, get in your room. You're not getting out. You're grounded, all of this. And I had some time. I actually took some time and I really tuned into what I had to do in that situation. And it was just nothing but an outpouring of love. And I've heard that in the past and I thought, oh, come on, you know, how can you come from a place of love when things are going really bad? Mm. Um, But I did. And I'll tell you something, literally in the space of three weeks, it's a different child sat in front of me and I just feel so, so proud. Mm. 
So I think that for me, you know, the approaching things from love rather than from fear. And I know I've said it already, but it's obviously really sticking with me. Mm. Um, the other one was when we were looking sort of at our week where we were planning and goal setting and we were paired up and things like that. And I just wasn't having a really good week at all. And I went back to the work on Inner Child and I had a real breakthrough because I I went through the work, obviously, for the full first week that we were looking at that. But I then came back to, I thought there's a block, there's something that I need to actually figure out here. And it seems so simple now, but it was all about, you know, comparison, comparing myself to others, Mm -hmm. having this real feeling that, what I want to do might not succeed and I was like out a walk one day and I remember videoing videoing myself and sending it to you guys and going what the hell am I doing here who cares if it doesn't succeed what's the worst that can happen I'll learn from that and I'll move on but that's far better than sitting in the fence with fear for the rest of my life Mm. so that's been the two big things for me amazing oh beautiful Nicola thank you so much Ali what about you yeah, so I had some early breakthroughs, didn't I? Um, so the kind of inner child and shadow week were really quite, um, quite powerful um, for me. So they were, they were definitely. Um, I feel were, was the kind of deal with and move on, which left me for the rest of the program to be able to kind of slow down, slow down. And during that slowing down, um, I just realised like what was true and authentic to me. And I remember one particular day I was sitting in the garden when we had a little bit of sunshine. I was doing the the, the kind of regeneration um, meditation that you kind of sent through, like power yourself up. And I had a little bit of a breakthrough about just what I want to do with, you know, with my life and, and a bit of a plan on how I can, can maybe make changes in my current life to put myself on the path of that true where I want to be um, and me being me obviously then put together a, 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 a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> three six uh, three six nine months a year three years five years plan to get there um, so mm. yeah you're bringing it to life though Ali yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah those were my kind of breakthroughs um, I love that and this, the big surprise there was that for me when that you didn't come with that intention to do something different like that no. But it, it was birthed from leaning into your your truth and your authenticity and allowing old stuff to leave you to create space for new things to flow. And they're flowing. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Oh, Me too. Even with your PowerPoint, it's amazing. <laughs> I need to learn a bit from you. Okay, thank you so much, Ali. Okay, Stefania. So I think my breakthrough, I think it was weeks. Seven, I want to say um I think it was a culmination of things so I was in I was on a yoga retreat then and um, my difficulties in the past when I've come into the course has been control I've, ne- I've needed to know exactly what's going to unfold I mean I know that sounds ridiculous saying it out loud but needing to unfold in the future mm-hmm. needing to be in control of every single decision uh because that's coming from a place of fear the unknown and I was just in the pool and we had just finished a yoga class and I just remember the word surrender coming out of my mouth three times, just being like almost in um, a mist in the water. And the release and the power I felt in that moment was just, I've never felt like that before. Um, and I think that was the week that we were talking about. I think it was authentic success. It was the week after mm-hmm. the attachment week. 
And I know I was lingering a long time over the attachment, which I still I even haven't finished. But <laughs> I need to come back to because I'm really taking my time. And even now I'm just looking at my journal and it's, you know, the questions, the, the questions where, you know, what does success mean to me? Am I honoring my needs? So being able to have gone through that and answer those questions, it was just for me that though that week there was was epic. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 allowed me to surrender myself so much more and just give it up, you know, whereas before I would be caught up in the moment of I need to figure this out, you know, I need the answer. Do you really need the answer though? Can you just mm-hmm. trust in in what's gonna happen? And so yeah. I love that, Stefania, and I feel like you're still in it. You're still in that space right now, which is so gorgeous. <clears throat> and that's it. Like it's there is no limit to this. I think we think, oh well, I've had it now. That's it. I've had my moment. But actually, it's limitless. We can keep leaning into this work. Beautiful, beautiful share. Thank you so much. Okay, Lorna, I'm coming to you. Um, so for me, because I didn't know why I was doing the course, <laughs> and we said last night about 10 times how I need a 20-week course, um, I think for me, it was it's more been, I came on this course thinking it was all about my business. And the breakthrough for me was realising that there was attachment to things in my past and probably to things in my future right now that I need to release before I can sort my business out. and. Although I'm not there yet and I've not had my light bulb breakthrough moment, I just feel like every day things are getting clearer and I'm definitely managing to work through it all a bit better. And I believe it's all just going to happen for me Mm. with keeping going back and doing the work. But I just realised things about myself that I didn't know were even there before Mm. I started this course. And that was the the real breakthrough for me. Like, oh gosh, I didn't realise all this was going to come up. And it's helping me work through to get my mind clearer. And I know the business stuff will come because that's who I am. Like, that's what I can do. It's just I've had blocks there that I didn't realise I had there that have kind of probably made me stick a bit. So I think that's been my real kind of breakthrough for sure. And I want to just say, Lorna, never underestimate the work that you've done in such a short space of time. So I know some of the ladies have had those moments, those aha light bulb moments. It looks different for everyone. And you have had a number of them to get to you to a point where you had, where you felt safe enough to be vulnerable, where you actually had those moments of, okay, this is where the blocks are. This is what this is. And to be able to navigate and change the story and to actually say, right, this is what I would normally do in this situation. This is what I'm going to do now and almost um, interrupt that habitual response that I have to things. You have had so many moments and so many breakthroughs. So, okay, it's not like the big, the big, 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 big moment. Not everyone gets that, Lorna. Not everyone has those moments. I've maybe had about two in four and a half years. So I just want to share that. Okay. So you've, you've, you've done exceptionally well and the way you're showing up your energy is completely different from what it was 10 weeks ago and I'm so proud of you yeah and remember 10 weeks guys I mean to be able to do what you've done in 10 weeks is phenomenal like people will do people will try and do this work for years and never get those those any of those breakthroughs that you've got you know so be so proud of that okay Gillian I'm coming to you yeah, I think um, I think when I understood that my story was not the truth and that 
I was able to go at a real deeper level to understand why I created my story in the first place. So I think there's a bit about, you know, that awareness and education about why, why did I like, why was my story created in the first place? Um, but actually, I, I just wanted to say one thing about the courses, um, because to me, it's been the sort of layering effect. Um, so I think the order of the content that you do really helps us um, to get to where we need to be, because um, I can't really say just in that one moment, that's when my breakthrough was. It was like I felt every week I, I came, I had a little bit more growth, a little bit more understanding and I could push myself through. You know, some when you did the live coaching, you know, with the other group with in front of the others, you know, I I learned a lot more um, there. And also when you had the visitors come in, actually the meditation you did before, like the other, you know, the sound um, visitor as well, that I was like, wow, you know, so I think it's been, you know, a collective um, really building all my information and also the, the other information you share um, as well about, you know, the habit, the conscious and subconscious minds. Again, it just strengthens, ah, right, okay. So, and yeah, um, it's okay. I'm, my life isn't under threat. I am, I'm safe and, and creating those mantras and meditation. And we touched on this as well, that I just need to work on this because it's my medicine to help my brain to then re-educate my body. I don't think I realized how much I trained my brain into this false story, but I'd also train my body to react that way. And, and I think that unlearning is um, knowing that I can unlearn what I've tried to, to teach myself for, for God knows how long. Um, that it, It's just um, unbelievable. Oh, so powerful. Wow. Gillian, I love the way you just articulated that. And I'm sure that there are so many people listening that will be able to relate to that um, and actually to relate to all of you. Um, Brooke, I just want to come to you last, um, but certainly not least. So I think just touching on what Gillian has just said, I think for me, I had maybe smaller breakthroughs, um, but I felt as though that I was kind of evolving and changing each week as the, the kind of content and, and things like that was dropping. So for me, I think I really struggled with um, setting boundaries and saying no to people. And I felt as though I was really attached to people where I needed to people please and things like that. Um, whereas now, um, I've definitely set my boundaries. I've managed to say no to things. And it just makes you feel so much more kind of empowered by doing that. Um, and I think it's really important to be able to say no to people. Um, another kind of moment for me was, um, so my mum actually passed away um, two years ago. And I think I, I, I'd thought in my brain that I'd, I had dealt with it and it was, you know, time has passed, you know, things things happen and, you know, I, I'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason and as much as, you know, it's, it's not really nice to say this, like I think that happening for me has led me to be on this path where I do want to, you know, kind of evolve and just be a better person kind of daily and I think, this has really kind of helped me with that. And that was actually one of my light bulb moments that, you know, 
maybe I actually wasn't over it and one of the weeks I remember I was actually just I think the the other women were just sitting talking and it was just a casual kind of conversation and and I just got so upset and I was like oh my gosh like I can't even believe that I'm getting so upset about this and I think that was that was week eight so that was you know a really big it was kind of like a mini breakthrough like right practically at the end so um yeah, I think that was a real kind of breakthrough for me. But I think it's just also really important to just just kind of know that you can have it all. Like, you know, it's I feel like one of these things people people always say is, you know, you can have this or, you know, you, you can't have it all. Um, you know, this has happened, you know, or you've got a job, like be grateful you've got a job or things like that. And it, it's kind of touching back on like my full time job. People, they, people are like, oh, but, you know, you've got a really good job. You've got a stable income. And I'm like, but I want more. So I think it's really important to really kind of reiterate to everyone that you can have it all. And I think this course has really definitely made me think that I can have it all and I will get it all. <laughs> Boom. Oh, ladies, take yourself off mute. Take yourself off mute. Woo, well done. Oh, good. Oh, and do you know what? I have nothing else to add to that. That is just a mic drop. Boom. <laughs> what a way to celebrate you all and to end this podcast. It is so special for me to be in the company of all of you. I love each and every one of you. You're unique, you're beautiful, but you are so connected. We are so connected. Um and I feel like I'll have, you know, connections with you all for as long as you'll have me. Um, but it's beautiful. And I want to say thank you. And I want to honour each and every one of you um, for trusting me to take you on this journey. But you always had it all. I've just helped you navigate it and created safety for you to, to go to those parts of yourself and unearth and um, feel empowered. Um Oh, let's just give each other a wee round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jill. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.